you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord on this beautiful Sunday morning, even in the northern country? Praise God. It's a beautiful day. Amen. I give honor to Brother and Sister Parker and, and this fine church for your tremendous kindness. I mean that, you know, you go to a, a brand new place and I've never been here before. And you just wonder, how's it going to be? How are people going to receive you? And I, I really have. I've been blown away by your kindness. I mean that. Praise God. I don't, I'm not saying that just to say it. God's my witness. I just thank you for your kindness to me. And, um, if we get to come back, I'll, I'll get my wife to come and I'll, amen. Well, praise the Lord. All them pastors' wives likes my wife better than they do me. I don't know that. Definitely. But I'll preach better because she needs God. <laughs> Amen. I, I say that a lot about my little wife. She needs God. And Amen. So I always preach better when she's with me because I'm trying to get her saved. Praise <laughs> she, well, <laughs> she lives with me. Praise the Lord. That's why she needs God. Well, amen. Praise the Lord. My, my, what Rich teaching this morning. He just could have kept on, and, and, and I mean that. My, my, my. I, I appreciate, uh, Brother and Sister Parker tremendously. Amen. And then all the testimonies. Lord, I don't know what I'm doing here now. I guess it's my turn to testify. But we could just pray a dismissal prayer. Brother Rapids, my God, he almost started preaching. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Tremendous. And we just could have prayed dismissal prayer after that. He did such a good job. We'd be on our way to the restaurant right now. I guess we're going to the restaurant. I don't know. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> praise God. Matthew chapter 18, if you have your Bibles. And I, I'll testify just a little bit. Amen. How many need a miracle today? Amen. Praise the Lord. God's in a miracle working business. Amen. Praise God. And, uh, I know God wants to do a tremendous work in here today and not only just today, but in the future. I appreciate, uh, prayer requests that have gone out. You know, we always joke about ourselves sometimes to each other. We do in the South anyway, but if it's true, if God saved me and you, He can save anybody. It's nothing too hard for God to do if thou canst believe. All things are possible to them that believe. The only prerequisite that God gave, that Jesus, God in flesh, gave to receiving a miracle was simply just believing. It's true. Praise God. With that in mind, Matthew chapter 18, 18 through 20, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I simply want to talk to you this morning on miracles by agreement. Miracles by agreement. Would you lift your voices and your hearts and let's ask the Lord to help us here today. God of heaven, I thank you for what we have heard already this morning. I thank you for the tremendous teaching on doctrine that we heard, God, in Sunday school. I pray that you would touch every one of us today, God. Thank you for the testimonies that have gone forth. Thank you for everybody in this house today. Thank you for what you're doing in La Crosse. Thank you for what you're going to do, Lord God. And I pray as we 
Look into the word of the Lord this morning that you would help us to receive it. I lose faith in this house today, God. I bind and believe. I bind doubt and fear and chaos. And I lose your word to have a lodging place in our hearts today, God. Oh, God, help us to do your work as we leave this building today, I pray, God, in Jesus' lovely name. Reanoint my lips of clay again today. Help me to speak your word without fear or favor, I pray, in Jesus' lovely name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Sister Park, if you could just give a little more monitor to me, I appreciate it. Amen. Praise the Lord. That sounds good. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. And many years ago, uh, there was a story that came out in Reader's Digest. And uh, I didn't catch it. I, I used to subscribe to that little magazine, and I thought about renewing my subscription, but whatever. But the story is told of a couple, just a blue-collar type family that, their dream vacation was to go on a cruise. And so they begin to make plans for the cruise. They begin to, uh, true story, again, come out and read his digest. I'll confess, I heard another preacher say it. That's where I found it. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Just praise the Lord. But it's, but, but the story was that this couple began to save their money. For the tickets. It took them months to save up the amount of money they need to get the tickets. And But after months of saving and sacrificing, they was able to purchase their tickets for the cruise. And they were happy. They were going on a cruise. They were excited. But then a family emergency happened in their home and their family that caused them to be to have to use the extra funds they had set aside as well, amen, for this emergency. And so they begin to get distraught. And they begin to wonder whether they were really going to be able to go on the cruise. But the husband he told his wife, he said, we saved for months and we were able to finally get our tickets. He said, we're going to go on this cruise. But I want to take, I want to, I want to take, I want you to take this little bit of money that we have left over. They had just a little minute amount left over from the emergency that hit them. He said, I want you to go down to the grocery store. And he said, I want you to buy as many cheese and crackers as you can. And we'll take that on the cruise with us. And so she went down to the grocery store and brought, bought as many cheese and crackers as that little bit of money would let her buy. They packed their bags. They made their way to the ship. And they got on the ship and they set sail on the high seas. Uh, they were happy. They were having the time of their life because this was their dream uh, vacation. Uh, amen. Their time came to go eat. Uh, they'd go back to their room uh, and eat their cheese and crackers. Uh, but they were having a time. Uh, they were living the life. Uh, they were enjoying the cruise. Uh, morning, noon, and night, though, uh, breakfast, uh, Lunch and dinner uh, was cheese and crackers, uh, but they didn't complain. Uh, they were having a time of their life. Uh, 
day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, cheese and crackers, morning, noon, and night. On the last day of the cruise, that husband tells that wife, he says, I want you to put on your best dress. I'm going to put on my suit. And I'm going to go take you down to one of these restaurants. And I'm going to buy you one of those meals in that restaurant. Because after all, we've been eating cheese and crackers for the last six days, morning, noon, and night. And I'm going to splurge. I'm going to buy you a meal at one of these restaurants. And so they get down to the restaurant in their finest clothes. They sit down. The maitre d' brings them the menu and walks off. The husband opens up the menu, and 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 horror hits him. Fear begins to grip him. Amen. The maitre d' comes back to take their order, and the, and and the man said, "Sir, I don't think I'm going to be able to order anything off the menu. I see that you don't have the prices listed here. Evidently, it's so high." He said, "I don't think I'm going to be able to afford anything on the menu." He said, "What you don't understand? We've been down at our cabin. We it took us months to raise the money for our ticket." Uh, we sacrificed and we were able to finally get our tickets. And then he said, an emergency happened in our family and we had to take our extra money and use it for the emergency. And we didn't have but just a little bit of money left over. And we went and bought a bunch of cheese and crackers. And, and, and that's what we've been eating for the last six days uh, is cheese and crackers. And I, I wanted to come down here and, 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 and give my wife a good meal before we got off this cruise. Uh, he said, but again, I'm afraid I can't afford anything on your menu because you don't have the prices listed. It's so high, evidently. And and all of a sudden, that maitre d' in shock opened his mouth and said, I can't believe for the last six days you've been eating nothing but cheese and crackers. He said, sir, didn't they tell you when you bought your ticket, amen, you could have anything you wanted to eat 24-7 on this cruise because the meals came with your ticket. Oh, God, help us today. How many of us in the kingdom of God are satisfied with just cheese and crackers when God said, Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. I don't know about you, but I don't want a cheese and cracker mentality. I want to believe God for the supernatural. I want to lose my faith every day of my life and say, God, I don't want cheese and crackers. I, I want what you got for me today. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3 and 20. Now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. A lot of people a lot of people in our churches uh, take Ephesians 3 and 20 uh, and they leave uh, the last part of that statement uh, and they put everything in God's lap. Uh, amen. Exceeding abundantly. Uh, that means super abundant in quantity uh, or superior in quality. Uh, it's excessive. Uh, it's beyond measure. Uh, that's talking about God. Uh, but the scripture goes on to say, uh, according to the power that worketh in us, uh, that word power is a force, uh, specifically miraculous power, usually by implying a miracle itself. Uh, it means ability, uh, abundance, uh, 
mighty deeds, a worker of miracles. The same word power, a dunamis is found in Luke 10, 19, where Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be means hurt you. It is the same word power that's found in Acts 1 and 8, where Jesus said, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall become witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Hallelujah. We've got that inside of us today, according to the power that worketh in us. That word worketh means to be active, to be efficient, to be affectionate, to be fervent, to be mighty in. Amen. Corinthians says, amen, the promises of God unto him, yea and amen, unto the glory of God by us. Jesus could do no miracles uh, in his country uh, because uh, of their unbelief. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but I want to lose my faith uh, and say, God, uh, I don't want to settle for cheese and crackers. Uh, I want a ribeye steak uh, in the Holy Ghost. Uh, he said, ask, hear me. Uh, oh, God, help us uh, to lose our faith uh, and agree uh, with what we got a hold of today. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Amen. We've got it inside of us. We've got what we need inside of us to get the job done. Hallelujah. Jesus said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Hallelujah. That's not just for the preachers. That's for believers. Have I got any believers in the house today? Does anybody dare believe that you can do signs and wonders and miracles? Praise God. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Uh, they shall speak with new tongues. Uh, they shall take up serpents. Uh, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. These signs, these signs are for us today. Amen. We don't follow the signs. Uh, the signs follow us. When I was a new convert in Fayetteville, North Carolina, I began to give myself to the Word of the Lord. I read the Bible for the first time in four and a half months. I began to go to a place called a prayer room. It was in that prayer room where God began to show me many things as I read His Word, as I began to pray. I read in Luke 24, 45, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scripture. Hallelujah. And I pray God give me revelation. Uh, give me understanding uh, of your word. Uh, I got an understanding uh, of Acts 10 and 34 uh, that God uh, was no respecter of persons. Uh, I read in Acts 5, 14 uh, that through the hands of the apostles uh, many signs and wonders were wrought. Uh, and so uh, I reasoned within myself, uh, if you did it for Peter, James, and John, uh, and you're no respecter of persons, uh, and I've got the same power in me that they had, uh, I believe you'll do it for me. Uh, I'm preaching to you right now. He'll do it for you, sir. He'll do it for you, ma'am. If you dare believe, if you dare lose your faith and say, doubt, get out of my life. Fear, get out of my life. I'm going to agree with the Word of God. And when I do, I'm on my way to having a miracle. Oh, let's lift our hands and love the Lord right now. Miracles by agreement. Miracles by agreement.
Miracles by agreement. He caught up He caught a Miracles by agreement. Hallelujah. You want to turn your word upside down? Why don't you start praying for somebody? Why don't you start loosening your power upon them in the Walmart? Hey, hey, hey. I don't I didn't ask what time you got out of here today, but I'm in no hurry. Praise God. <laughs> Woo, Lord have mercy. Oh, let me, let me get this sheet. Amen. Just had a birthday. Praise God. Oh, that don't know what I wanted, but that's all. Praise the Lord. I was in a, I was in a restaurant a few months ago. Amen. In Tioga. We're in Pineville right there at Alexandria. Myself and Brother Eddie Gordon, a full-time children's evangelist. He's tremendous. And, uh, we were, we were doing some work at the campground, doing some painting for the district on some of the buildings in the campground and, we went out to this new restaurant, and he turned me on to a new restaurant. I said, praise God, this is good. And so we were sitting there, and, uh, man, how I, I was dressed like a preacher for a change. I didn't have my army camouflage pants on and old T-shirt and old cap on. I, I had a nice pair of slacks and nice shirt on. Praise God, I brought a pair of women in case we were, you know, I didn't know. My God, I thought, you know, I, I just came prepared, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so, and so, uh, we, we were sitting there and, uh, and, 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 uh, and a family walked in. Family of four. Mom and dad and two little children and they sat down by us and was on a long bench here against the wall. And it was about three or four feet from me. And, um, you know, uh, I, I, I could hear. I, I, I can't hear. You know, I really can't. Praise God. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And then we noticed a little girl, she was crying, she was sobbing. And then I, then I heard her say something about her, her tummy, you know. And, uh, and we, we, we at first thought she just woke up and she was just in a bad mood from just waking up from sleeping. But then I heard she was talking about her little tummy hurting and, and she began to cry some more and not, not uproarsely or anything, but not creating a scene, but, and all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, he, he said, it was God. I said, ma'am, I said, if, if, if you don't mind, I'll I pray for your daughter if you want me to. And, and, and that mom, she was a little apprehensive, but, but she, she allowed and so I just scooted on over and I asked the little girl's name. I forgot it because my short term memory ain't no good, but, uh, and so, and so she, I said, baby, do you mind if I pray for you? And, and she just nodded that little head, yes, and reached that little hand toward me. Oh, you hear me tonight. You hear me this morning. I just prayed a simple prayer. I didn't feel the veins popping in my neck. My face didn't get red. I didn't talk in tongues. I just prayed a simple prayer and let that little girl's hand go. That mama took her to the bathroom. They come back. She was in a, she was laughing. She was smiling. She was cutting up. And the daddy's sitting there. And we begin to tell daddy, we're evangelists. We've been working out here at the campgrounds. Uh, amen. He was weak. Uh, I didn't notice, but he was drinking a tall boy. Uh, he began to hide that tall boy, that beer behind the salt and pepper shaker. God would begin to move on me. Uh, amen. He said, we're Baptists. He said, I ain't been to church in a long time. I said, well, you ought to go to church. Uh, I just encouraged him to go to church. I said, have you heard of the POA? Yeah, we've heard of that. You ought to go check it out. He said, I know where the campground is. I live out by the campground. And daddy was under conviction. And, and so we just, we 
went ahead and ate our meal. And then we got up to leave. And my daddy, that daddy looked at me. And he looked at his daughter. Because she was cutting up with a little brother by this time. Got about a little girl who was about seven years old. Amen. And that daddy, here's the words he said. He looked at me and looked at that little girl and said, it worked. He said, it worked. Hallelujah. What are you saying, preacher? If thou canst believe, if thou canst believe, hear me today. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the power you got inside of you. If you can sound somebody that dares believe and dares agree, you're on your way to receiving a miracle. Jesus said, uh, it was in that prayer room uh, as a new convert uh, that I read Matthew 9 and 29. Uh, According to your faith, uh, be it unto you. Uh, it was in that prayer room uh, that I read uh, in Matthew 17 and 20. Uh, if you have faith uh, as a grain of mustard seed, uh, you shall say to this mountain, uh, remove hence to yonder place, uh, and it shall remove, uh, and nothing shall be impossible uh, unto you. Uh, it was in that prayer room uh, that I read in Matthew 19 and 26 uh, with God uh, all things are possible uh, in Matthew 21 22 uh, and all things uh, which if you shall ask in prayer believe it uh, ye shall receive uh, Mark 9 23 if thou canst believe uh, all things are possible to him that believeth uh, Mark 11 24 therefore I say unto you uh, what things shall you desire when you pray uh, believe that you receive them uh, and you shall have them uh, I read in John 14 20, Amen. Verily, verily, I say unto you, uh, he that believeth on me, the works that he do, shall I do, uh, shall he do also. Uh, and greater works than he shall he do, uh, because I go unto my Father. And what you ask in my name, uh, that will I do. Uh, that the Father may be glorified to the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, uh, I will do it. Uh, I'm preaching to you. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He wants to do it for you. Uh, he wants to do it for others. Uh, but you got to dare believe. Uh, you got to dare to agree. If you're going to have a miracle. Oh, let's look at his love the Lord right now. Somebody get a hold of this simple message today. Amen. That's how, that's how God can turn the cross around. Is when you dare believe. If thou canst believe all things are possible. I would to God before I begin to tell stories here in just a moment, myself included, if we would just slow down long enough, put our feelers out. (laughs) I was preaching Brother Stewart in northern Kentucky. I go there almost every year. And, uh, we went out to, to one of the stores to browse around and we was in the checkout line and, and I had just, I had just said what I just said to you the night before the Sunday, the very night before Mrs. Monday morning uh, and, uh, and about putting our 
sealers out. And I got up to the cashier and I told her, I didn't know her from Adam, first time I ever seen her in my life. I said, I said, there's something, you're dealing with something. And she just blew me off. And then I pursued it. I said, you're going through something. And then she realized I was serious. And there was a woman behind us waiting to get checked out. And then she told me, she said, my mother just passed away. And I went to God. I didn't I didn't say, I said, I'm going to pray for you. I would to God, I'd have done it right then. Ain't no telling what might have happened. That woman behind us didn't seem to be in a hurry. Amen. What I'm saying is this. Amen. I understand and know we get so busy. We get so tied down, bogged down and tied down. Amen. Why don't we take time out and start laying hands on in the Walmarts, in the grocery stores, in the Dollar Generals. Hallelujah. Amen. Ain't no telling what happened. Amen. Oh, God's looking for somebody. Is the devil believe. Amen. You dare believe and agree with what's inside of you. And that word, you can have a miracle. Praise God. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord again. God wanting to do some things in here today. Amen. Oh, oh, the theme for this series, this revival, is be the change. I want to be the change. Does anybody want to be the change on the cross? Does anybody want to see God do something that He's never done before? How's He going to do it? Through the likes of me and you. If thou canst believe, is anything too hard for God? I ask you today. I told you the other night, Romans 12, 3, God, the Bible, last statement, Romans 12, 3, God has left every man a measure of faith. We got what it's out of. We got it, we got it from day one. We got the measure of faith. Now, my God with the Holy Ghost, I was going to read it, but gifts of healing, working the miracles through the Holy Ghost. That's in you. Hello? That's not just in preachers. That's in you. Oh, it's quiet on Sunday morning. That's all right. I appreciate you listening. Many years ago, I was in a home. Oh, my God, have mercy. See, oh, Jesus. Let me go ahead and just... Paul told his son of the gospel. Here's where a lot of us at right here. Second Timothy 1, he said, amen, praise God. He said, wherefore, verse 6, wherefore I put thee in remembrance, I'll stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When I was stationed at Campbell, right before we went to Desert Shield and Storm, I was in that camp meeting that they had every year in Brother Ron Hendricks' church where Lee Stone King and Nolan Freeman were the speakers every year. And so that's a, it, there was a thousand plus people in attendance that night. Three rows of pews. And I was sitting in the middle section on, or four sets of pews, I think. I was, yeah, four sets of pews. I was sitting in the middle section on the second pew and there was a woman in a wheelchair that I knew that went to the same church I went to in, in, at Brother Adams. And, uh, and, and when, when Brother Stone King announced the title to his message, a burden for her healing come upon me. Uh, all right. Brother Stone King preaches and, and the power of God starts moving, but not nobody Nobody's moving right now. And the Lord tells me, I want you to get up and go pray for Sister Odie. 
And so here I am with a burden for her healing all throughout the service. But now all of a sudden, it's a horse of another color. And I start saying, hey, God, wait a minute. You want me to get up and go pray for her? Now, hey, Lord, this is how, this is what I'm saying to the Lord. Now, God, you know I'm a direct type person. And it's too far to go down this aisle and go to the back and come up. It's going to take a long time to do that. You know, God, I'm going to have to get up and walk across the front of this church right now. And nobody's moving around. And what are people going to think about me? And we allow fear to hold us from doing what we know God wants to do through us. So I shook it off and got up and began to walk ever so passive across the front of that church. And there was another brother that went to Brother Adam's church. He came up behind her, just had enough room for her wheelchair. I stood in front of her. He began to pray. Uh, not too much going on right now. Uh, power of God, just Spirit of God, just moving so so sweetly in there. And I began to pray for this lady. Uh, hallelujah. She was in her mid to late 40s probably, maybe early 50s. Uh, there was no cartilage in her right knee, if I remember right. Uh, it was bone against bone. Uh, amen. Uh, I began to pray for her. Uh, and they were praying behind her. Uh, amen. Uh, I was praying a generic prayer. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, my mind went to the gate called Beautiful, uh, where Peter told that lame man, uh, silver and gold have I none, uh, such as I have give I thee. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Uh, I began to say that scripture to her uh, about the third or fourth time uh, after quoted at her because faith coming by hearing uh, and hearing by the word of God. Uh, I spoke a word of faith and I said, Sister Odie, I believe you can get up and walk. Uh, she almost mowed me down. Uh, come up out of that wheelchair uh, and begin to walk across the front of the church uh, like this. Uh, left the wheelchair empty in that church. Uh, went back to the doctor, x-rayed her knee and said, Miss Odie, you got the cartilage uh, of a 16-year-old uh, in your knee. Uh, I'm preaching to you right now. It will say fear. Get behind me. I want to be used by God. I want to agree for signs, wonders, and miracles. Now let's lift our hands and love the Lord right now. These signs shall follow them that believe. But I, I was in Yazoo City, Mississippi one year. Yeah, uh-huh. It really, it's a real, it's a real city, praise really. God. Amen. I've been told, uh, uh, briefly about this woman. Her daughter was 14 years old and she had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost at the junior camp in Mississippi and this mama was giving that daughter a hard time about coming to the house of God. Uh, amen. There was about a hundred people there that night and several neighboring pastors came uh, and they gave me that cordless mic and, and I began to preach uh, exactly what I'm preaching about right now, miracles. Uh, it just happened to be the subject. Uh, when I was in the, when I was in the foyer before service getting a drink of water, I noticed there was a, a, a sister come in, uh, that went to that church and, and she was helping a lady come in with the aid of a walker. And I, and that woman wasn't that old, you know, because back then I wasn't that old either, so. And I didn't know it, but it was that little girl's mama coming to the church with the aid of a walker. Seated about three rows from the back. She had never been to a Pentecostal church in her life, as far as I know. 
And they gave me that microphone. And I didn't know, I didn't know who she was, really. I didn't know her at all. And I, I just begin to, I just begin to flow. And I walked back to her. And I said, ma'am, do you believe God can touch you? She nodded that head, pulled herself up with the aid of that pew in front of her. When my hand touched her head, God filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I mean, just that fast. Amen. When I announced that, that place began to go ballistic. The pastor joined me, and she, I just began to touch her head. Just, I just crazy. I just began to, she said, I feel a warmth in my body. And pastor said, lift your hands, ma'am. You'll feel it all the way through uh, your body. She did. Uh, you see, uh, I didn't know her situation. Uh, that was a Tuesday night because my long-term uh, better than my short-term memory. Uh, amen. Uh, they were going to go. She was going to back. Uh, she had been in pain uh, for nine solid months in her home uh, because of lupus. Uh, amen. She was going back to the UMC Medical Center in Jackson, Mississippi on Thursday. They were going to clip a nerve in her neck and paralyze her. That's all they knew to do. Uh, amen. And so that sister had been working on her. What have you got to lose? Uh, what do you I think her name was Kim. Uh, what do you got to lose, Kim? Uh, and so Kim, uh, hear me. Uh, the pain uh, instantaneously left her body. Uh, she folded that walker up and carried it out of there. They didn't have to clip the nerve in her neck. Uh, amen. And she came back a few nights later wanting to get baptized in Jesus' name. Uh, uh, I tell you, that's what happens uh, when you dare believe. Uh, if you can dare believe. Well, praise God. What time now you to get out of here? It happens when you dare believe. Not so much with your brother and sister, even though we need to, but with God, with His Word. I was a, uh, I was selling insurance years ago in Mississippi before I launched out on a full time field back in the mid nineties, and uh, there was this precious lady on my route. I think her name was Miss Jackson. I called her mother. She's a sweet lady. She walked with the aid of a cane. It took her up to five minutes to get to the door sometimes. She had a porch swing on the porch, and I, I got, I got to where I just sat down and waiting on her. Cut up to five minutes to get to the door sometimes because rheumatoid arthritis, knee aside of a grapefruit. And so, one morning I found myself, one, one day I find myself in there about five o'clock in the afternoon to get some paperwork signed. I'm usually by there in the morning, but, and, but we're just taking care of business. And her granddaughter was there. And Miss Jackson was seated before me in a chair. And, her granddaughter was off to my left. And, uh, praise God. Converted preacher? I doubt it. But faith. I begin to talk about the Lord. I begin to talk about being baptized in that name. And when you talk about him, he comes around. And, and, and I felt the Lord sweep into that dining room area where we were seated, where she was at. And I was standing. I said, Mother, I feel the Lord. Let's pray. 
I grabbed her hand. She, I grabbed granddaughter's hand and granddaughter grabbed grandma's hand. I, I just prayed a simple prayer. Again, I didn't feel no veins popping up. Like I just prayed a simple prayer. I said, in Jesus' name. And, and, and Mother Jackson said, oh, I, I feel it. I feel it. And, and I turned and walked out. She was still seated when I left. And, and two weeks go by because I seen her every two weeks. And I, I knocked on that door. She said, I'll be there in a minute. I went to sit down on that, on that porch swing. All of a sudden, my Lord have mercy. I was on that porch swing probably 30 seconds. If that, all of a sudden that door opened up. There was no cane in sight. She was walking just like this. She said, preacher, I ain't picked up the cane since you left me. Uh, I seen it for months after that. Healed by the power of God. Let me tell you, apostolic, uh, you've got that power in you. Uh, you've got that authority. If thou can't believe. Well, praise the Lord. We're going to exercise it here in a moment. I'm not going to, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be arrogant today, but if you will need a miracle, we're going to dare believe here in a moment. I got stories. The Lord allow me. You got to be careful when you get in this realm, Pastor. The Lord allow me to document 75 to 80 cases in a two and a half month term period way back a long time ago. From cancer being documented to getting prayed for, not by me, by believers. I can't pray for everybody. I'll do it if I have to, but these signs shall follow them that believe. Deaf ears being unstopped, cancer being there, gone. Hello, somebody. Migraine headaches for 25 plus years, gone in Oklahoma. Why? Through the hands of believers. Well, praise God. I was in Union, South Carolina one year. Go there quite often. There was a there was a grandma and granddad in that church that <laughs> that they didn't live for God, but they came to church. Uh, matter of fact, they would go outside and while service was going on and chain smoke a few cigarettes and come back in. And uh, but into their custody when he was born was their grandson. Grandson. And this grandson was born to a crack cocaine addicted mama. And because of that, it scarred his mind and his little legs had just been all out of shape. And he had to wear braces. So they got custody of this little guy. We had one more move of God that night. People getting the Holy Ghost and hit, I mean, just power of God falling. And, and we done, we done said to dismiss a prayer. I'm walking, you know, I'm hungry. It's time to go eat. Praise God. So I'm walking to go out to church. And that woman, that woman stops me and says, would you pray for my grandson? And I almost said, brother, I mean, I almost said no. I ain't feeling it. I'm, I wanted to ask her, why were you in the altar when God's moving? Why ain't you moving when the water's being stirred? But because I'm a gentleman at times. Her sister had joined us, who lived for God, still does. I laid a hand on that little guy's head. I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel diddly squat. I just sheer obedience to her request. Would you pray for my grandson? This blew my mind. Jesus' name. The next night, he went to a Baptist daycare school. The next night, her sister helped her with that little fella. He was about four or five years old at this time. Maybe six, max. I don't think about four or five. All of a sudden, I, I, I get there. I go to the platform. I put my Bible on the platform. I'm headed to the prayer room. All of a sudden, 
this little fellow shoots in the side door of the church. And, 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 and Sister Kay come in and said, Kay ain't had this much energy in a long time. Said when he got up this morning, they didn't have to put the braces on his legs. Said when he went to his Baptist daycare, his teacher said, what happened to this guy? They said he got prayer last night. Uh, I've been, that's probably been about 12 years ago. Uh, he's grown now, uh, and he still don't have those braces on his leg. Uh, amen. Hear me. Uh, if God would do that uh, for somebody uh, that don't believe, fat meat squeezy, uh, that don't live for God, what are you saying, preacher? What I've been saying all along, uh, he honors faith. Uh, it don't matter who you are, how you're living, uh, he honors faith. Uh, and if you lose faith uh, and believe the Word of God, uh, you can have a miracle out. Does anybody want it today? Does anybody need a miracle out? Let's stand to our feet. Lift our hands to God and say, Lord, I want what you've got for me today. I could tell you story after story after story. But God want me to tell you this morning, if you can believe with Him, because I may not want to believe. I may have a a bad day, but God doesn't have a bad day. His Word is forever settled in heaven, and you and God make two. I got a revelation as a new convert. Me and God make two. And He said, where two or three shall agree on earth that's touching anything, it shall be done for them. If you need a miracle, I want you to come. If you want to stand in for somebody, I want you to come and stand across this front. God's getting ready to do some tremendous things right now. Be the change, somebody. I'm going to pray for Sister Bob right now. I rebuke every affliction in her body. 